The message you're about to listen to is from Pentecost International Worship Center. PIWC Accra is a ministry of the Church of Pentecost. We pray that the entrance of the Word of God would bring light and impart understanding to your hearts. And now, the message for today. Oh, put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. All right. Hebrews chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 1, verse 3. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. So in the past, God chose to speak to us through several mediums. God is always speaking. But the writer of Hebrews began by saying that in the past, as we know, God spoke to us through prophets, through forefathers and other means. But I'm going to discover and probably take you through a very lengthy teaching on how God spoke to our forefathers. And that is through Urim and Thummim. So the sermon today is Urim and Thummim. So now let's go back to our test. Exodus 28, verse 1 and 2 first. Have Aaron, your brother, brought to you from among the Israelites, along with his sons, Nadab and Abihu, Eliezer and Ithamar, so they may serve me as priests. Make sacred garments for your brother Aaron to give him dignity and honor. Interestingly, the way God gave description of the garment of the priest is so amazing. You know, God gave a description on how Moses should build the tabernacle. And the description for building the tabernacle is not as laborious as the description of the garment to be put on by the priest. Very, very important. This is the temple. The description looked very, very, very horrible. Very, very detailed. But don't go and check any dictionary of horrible. But when you come to what the priest has to wear, the detailed description is so laborious. And sometimes if you are not careful and you leave even one, you are in trouble. The priest can go where the effort can wear the breastplate. Even without the Urim and the Thummim we are discussing today, he has not gone to the temple. Very detailed. Very, very detailed. Very detailed. What is this Urim and what is this Thummim? When you see the priest wearing everything he's supposed to wear, the Thummim and the Urim don't show, but he has to wear on the breastplate, which in New Testament we have discovered is the righteousness, breastplate of righteousness. The priest has to wear that breastplate, which contains all the tribes of Israel. Or maybe my, all my members, all your names are on my chest. And I have to wear it to church. So when I go to God in prayer, I must mention your name specifically. So in order, not the priest to forget about 
um, the names are also there. But behind the names, there are two porches. And the two porches contain the urine and the tongue. Don't forget, it is the same breastplate of righteousness that carries that all the names of the people of Israel, the tribe, the 12 tribes, and then behind it, secretly close to the chest, read the Exodus 28, you see that, let that Urim and Tommy be close to the chest, to the heart of the priest. Must be two porches behind the names. And then, you must put in those two porches, Urim and Tommy. In the life of David, he always tries to consult God through Yorim and Tomim. At least I have discovered three occasions in scripture that King David required Yorim and Tomim. For what purpose? Let's turn our Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 23. 1 Samuel chapter 23, 7 through to 12. Saul so was told that David had gone to Kela, and he said, God has handed him over to me, for David has imprisoned himself by entering a town of gates and bars. And Saul so called up all his forces for battle, to go down to Kela to besiege David and his men. When David learned that Saul was plotting against him, he said to Abiata, priest, bring me the effort. <laughs> Let me wear the castle that contains the Urim and the Tommen. Are we together? I want to take my time. <laughs> so, my enemy is chasing me. I am confused. I don't know where to go. I need an explanation as to how to navigate my way through life. What do I consult? Abiata, you are the priest. But in this case, it is not you who is being attacked. I need the effort. Bring me the effort. So David said, Oh God of Israel, your servant has heard definitely that Saul plans to come to Kela and destroy the town on account of me. Will the citizens of Kela surrender me to him? Will Saul come down as your servant has said? This is a here saying. People are saying that Saul will chase me. But as I wear the castle and with the Urim and Thummim in place, that gives me clarity and understanding. God, I am inquiring whether it is true what I'm hearing will come to pass. And this is the response. O Lord, God of Israel, tell your servant. And the Lord said, surely Saul will chase you. So what do you think is Urim and Tomim? We normally call it the breastplate of judgment or decision. To Urim and Tomim gives us clarity or God speaks to people through Urim and Tomim. In fact, the rabbis in Israel, given the historical antecedent of Urim and Tomim, sometimes give three perspectives. They normally call it the two important things put in the porch 
One is a yes and one is a no. They are two. So when the priest put his hand behind the breastplate, whichever he finds and it comes out, it could be either yes or other no. A child of God undertaking any kind of adventure must inquire from God through your realm and from him whether what you are pursuing is right. And that one, you wear it as a priest. It is part of your garment. And it is at the breastplate. It's a breastplate behind it. Nobody sees, but you see that behind the breastplate of righteousness, you have to inquire. What are we trying to see? It is only righteousness that can give you an illumination to go left or to go right without which nobody can see God. Because he responds through the breastplate and the urine that underlies the breastplate. So urine in Hebrew is light. And then something means perfection. So God gives illumination to that person who inquires through the urine. And then he will perfect your path through the torment. So the priest carrying the burden of the people to the Holy of Holies must inquire for the nation whether this thing they want to undertake. Is it true or should we go or we should not go? Anybody who has a prayer request brings to the priest, the priest carries them. He must go and inquire. In the inner room, while the petitioners are still waiting at the outer court, but the priest must still carry their burden and find out whether what they are asking is legitimate. Anything you do and inquire from the Lord is about urim and torment. An inquiry to know a decision, a judgment, or an adjudication of either a yes or a no is urim and torment. But many Christians these days don't care. They travel anyhow, they visit anyhow, they undertake every adventure anyhow. Listen to me, child of God. What will brighten your path in this journey called life is your ability to wear the breastplate of righteousness and to be able to inquire from the Lord. Because behind the breastplate is the Urim and the Thummim. So David inquired of the Lord that was so pursue me he understood the importance of inquiring through your realm and torment. Second occasion. First Samuel. Chapter 30, verse 7 and 8. David said to Abiata, the priest, I don't know why he's always inquiring and want to wear the cassock himself. Abiata, bring me the effort Abiata brought to him. And David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them, pursue them? He answered, you will certainly overtake them. So you see, David will never undertake any adventure without consulting Urim and Thummim. Without consulting. But let's look at a man called Saul. He will also do an inquiry. But let's listen to God's response. The same people, they were all kings. One will always inquire. You get response. 
But listen to 28. 1 Samuel 28 and verse 6. You may not appreciate whether we are talking about Saul. So let's start from verse 1. In those days that the Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel, Achish said to David, you must understand that you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. Achish replied, very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in his own town. There was no priest at the time. The priest to inquire of the Lord is not there. Saul had expelled the mediums and the spiritism from the land. How to do an, a proper inquiry that is biblical oriented, Saul had jettisoned all. He wanted to use another medium. The Philistine assembled and came to set up a camp to them while Saul guarded all Israel and set up a camp Geboa. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he was afraid. Terror filled his heart. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or by the prophets. He is the same Christian who attended the same church where God answered somebody's prayer request. But his prayer, her prayer was never answered. He pretended to be Christian. He wear all the faces and can jump and do all things. And if I go through the same spiritual rituals, but his answer saw because he has won something with a wrong motive. Child of God, where is your righteousness? It is our breastplate. It is not about, I am so busy for God. God knows that I am busy running helter scatter for him. What impresses God and moves his heart is not the great things you think you do, but the humble and submissive heart you give to him. David inquired of the Lord. The Lord heard him and the Lord responded to him. Saw his response was not as expected. Child of God, I pray in the name of Jesus that our righteousness will be in place. It is our breastplate. Behind it is the Urim and Tomem. When you are right with God, whatever you inquire of him, he will give you an answer. When you are right. When you are right. But when you are not right, let them bring whatever castle. You will do an inquiry, you will not get the answer as expected. Matthew 5 and verse 8. Matthew 5 and verse 8. Matthew 5 and verse 8. Why the urine must be close to the heart. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they will see God. You are going to do an inquiry. Ask God something. But your heart must be pure. That is where the urine and the torments are. Blessed are the pure in heart. So you are on the prayer altar. But your heart is full of envy, bitterness, backbiting, and all kinds of things. God will not bypass those things. Which you have to jettison and leave. And then you will see him. Saul did not see God in his prayer request. But David saw God in all his attempts of inquiring of the Lord. Through the Urim and the Thummim. God, I pray in the name of Jesus after this week and this month of righteousness, wearing the breastplate of righteousness, may the Lord open the heavens for us that our request will be answered. It is about righteousness. 
Dear one, you've been listening to God's anointed minister of the gospel, Pastor Kingsley Adey, a man spiritually sensitive to the realities of the times, and the resident minister of PIWC Accra. PIWC Accra is a ministry of the Church of Pentecost. In the days of Ephod and Rabbi in the Old Testament of Israel, the high priest who put on the robes went into the inner veil of the holy place of the tabernacle as he stood facing the veil all alone with the person wanting to know the answer standing outside the holy place. The high priest will inquire of God, speaking audibly. Then he will take out the Urim and the Thummim and somehow he will receive the answer. Some of the rabbis say that one or other of the two stones will begin to glow with light, giving a positive answer or a negative answer. May the Lord respond to somebody. And his response to you will depend on how right your heart is. Because we wear the Urim and the Tomem close to our chest. Is somebody hearing my voice today? The word Urim in Hebrew begins with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Everything that the priest wears is about Jesus Christ. Every single item which is part of the garment speaks about Jesus. In the Old Testament, you must put on a physical garment. But in the New Testament, once we accept Jesus Christ, the Bible says we are imputed with righteousness. So that imputed righteousness through Christ Jesus is put on every believer. So our acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ has imputed upon us righteousness. So we receive Christ and we receive imputed righteousness. But to know the mind and the will of God concerning every situation and what to do and what not to do is about the imparted righteousness. Which must start from our obedience to God and the Christ we have accepted. So Saul disobeyed God. So, when he does every inquiry, he will not get answer. But David, the man after God's own heart, when he inquired through the Urim and the Thummim, he will receive an answer. I came to announce to somebody that it is time we go back to our righteousness. It is time that we hear and know that the Urim and Thummim is the Alpha and Omega. Because what begins the Hebrew alphabet is the same thing that begins with Urim. And what ends the Hebrew alphabet is the same thing that ends with the Thummim. So, in effect, we can say that Urim and Thummim is Alpha and Omega. And who is Alpha and Omega? Jesus Christ. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the beginning and he is the ending. And therefore, every inquiry to him, the as the Alpha and Omega, you will not miss that providential way. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Son of God, you need Christ in every step of the way in your life. You cannot do things the way it pleases you, but it must please the Master. May the Lord open our eyes to see him to see him, to see him, to see him. I want to bother you here shortly. Without holiness, it is impossible. Without righteousness, we will miss our providential way. Child of God, lift up your voice and pray in the solemnness of your heart. The Lord, keep me upright. 
No longer do we need Urim and Thummim in our New Testament days. Neither do we need an earthly high priest, child of God, to go before the presence of the Lord behind the veil. The veil has been torn apart. Access to the very presence of the glory of God has been granted to every born again child of God. We have only one mediator between God and man, and his name is Jesus Christ. In Jesus, we find all the light, the Urim, and we find all the perfection, which is from him. Where do you stand? In all your inquiry into knowing the matters that are battling in your minds, where do we stand? He is our perfect high priest, tempted of the devil himself, but unblemished, unstained by sin. Jesus himself is our thummim. Jesus, as the great high priest, made manifest the counsel and the purposes of God. He is the light to our life. He has no darkness at all. In him there is no darkness. He is the brightness, the shining forth of the glory of God. He dwells within the people, ah, as the room and the thummim, well within the breastplate of the twelve stones. Hallelujah. And looking to him, we find all the answers to our problems. When we consult the Urim, we are consulting and inquiring for answers to our petition. In him, we find all answers to life issue. Just pray to God that God help me. Help me, Lord. Place my heart where it is expected. Hallelujah. One day I went to the hospital and I told the doctor, my heart is palpitating. Sometimes you can go to hospital when you are not even sick. So I went straight to the cardio boss. He checked me in his office uh, to call my report. In the, Pastor, you are not sick. Doctor, I am sick. I am sick. My heart. You are not there when I'm sleeping. <laughs> so he brought another consultant. And, and then he was laughing. He told the consultant, he says, Pastor, he's not sick. And then the other person also checked and said, Pastor, once your heart is okay, forget about other organs of the body. Did you hear what they said? Once your heart is right, forget about your pancreas. Forget about everything because the heart is the centerpiece of every organ of the body. Child of God, I came to announce to somebody, once your heart is right with God, forget about everything. Let the devil multiply himself and create all kinds of persecutions and everything over your life. Your heart is right with God. You will sail through. Ah, you, you didn't hear what I said. You will surely sail through. Let all of them talk about you. Speak ill about you. Once you know you are genuine in heart, forget it. That is why the rim and the tomim is close to the chest. Close to the chest. The rim and the tomim is close to the heart. Why? Out of the heart flows all issues of life. All issues of life. May your heart be right. Let's read. First Thessalonians 5 and verse 8. But let us who are of the days be sober. Putting on the breastplate. This is Paul's description of what Urim and Thummim is. Putting on the breastplate of faith and love. He added the helmet of salvation. Two things, faith 
and love. What is faith? And its relation to your own. And what is love? And its relation to Samuel. Faith opens our eyes to the revelation of God and his word. Because the whole world is full of darkness. If your room is light, then faith will give us an illumination to see God's revelation through his word. Are we together? Is somebody hearing my voice? So by faith, we go to Jesus. We see the light. So when the breastplate of faith means that your room is equal to faith, and then Tomim is love. When our hearts are filled with faith and love, we are able to hear from the Holy Spirit and be directed. Child of God, where is your heart? If love can sometimes be described as perfect love as God as such as this, then Tomim, which is perfection, is love. Perfect love. Was a love described in connection with how Jesus paid for our sins in full and died a sinful death on the cross. It described as perfect love. Because otherwise there are several kinds of love that are wanton love. But the perfect love comes from Jesus. And the perfect love is our Thummim. Because Thummim is perfection. Urim is about light. He is all in all, Jesus. He's the light. He has our perfect love. I speak to you, child of God, in the humbleness of my heart, that when we go to heaven, we are not going there. Many people's love and their faith is towards money and towards earthly things. But their love for God, what is the term? is going down. So we inquire from the Lord. We don't get answers. And we struggle. Ah, I challenge you and I challenge myself. Let us put our integrity in this right place that we shall see the hand of God. Is somebody hearing my voice? We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the word of God through this message. If you desire to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. So help me, God. Amen. If you just said this prayer, we welcome you to the family of God. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy, and honest Christ-centered relationships? Then join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Join our Miracle Dawn service every Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. and our Friday prayer meeting, dubbed Cry Out, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. 
For more information, contact us on 0208-779-774, 0277-144-128, and 0502-444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at PIWC Accra. Thank you. Until next time, we pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.